Welcome to Walking with Freya, a journey through special needs parenting. This podcast is a place for parents and caregivers of children with special needs to share stories, the very real struggles and challenges we face, along with the inevitable love and joy these children have brought into our lives. This is a place for unapologetic honesty, well-intentioned laughter, and endless support. A safe place for us to learn, share, discuss, and help each other navigate this often unexpected journey. Be kind, be supportive, and when you can, keep the humor. My name is Annie, and welcome to Walking with Freya. Hey friends, I hope all is well in your worlds and the thought of summer is not too daunting. I'm going to keep this one fairly short. I put out six episodes in a row starting at the end of April and all through May, so I've needed a little break because uh, I do this on my own, so I'm doing all of it. Um, Yeah, I celebrated my 40th birthday. I facilitated my first journaling workshop for parents and caregivers of children with special needs, and now the end of school is upon us. I thought that I could tell a little story to follow up. The last episode that I put out was on PWS behavior management, and the weekend of my 40th birthday celebration, I had the opportunity (laughs) to really implement some of those strategies. So I thought I could just, uh, to follow up to that, give you my own little anecdote. So we had a bunch of people out at our place um, out in the hills, and we had a great time. It was a lot of fun. What was beautiful was that we have we have a dining hall on the property. It's this old rundown building, but it, we're still able to to have dance parties in there sometimes. And that's where the adults were going and the kids were going to finally settle down and watch a movie and be under the supervision of the big kids. But now that I'm a PWS mom, I know like, okay, well, we can't just leave the food out. And all of my friends know this as well. So a couple of them saw me starting to clean up the food because I didn't want to leave the food out with all the kids in the house. And I started putting away the food. And so a bunch of them came over and were like, no, we'll do this. And the, so they put all the food away and we took, we had a couple big sheet cakes. We took it to the dining hall to get it out of the house. So it was just really sweet to not have to explain anything. They all just knew like, oh yeah, no, we got to get the food away. So we had a great time. And then the next morning, uh, we, you know, we were sitting around the campfire and the kids are kind of running around playing. And we have a tree house on our property that uh, my husband and my oldest daughter built. And it is not meant for small children. And there's actually a sign that says no one under four, which my daughter painted. I think it's still up, but it's kind of funny because four-year-old's not going to read that sign. But so Freya knows she's not supposed to climb up there without an adult because it's, um, you know, it's not rickety and falling down, but there are some big, big gaps on the steps. So we're sitting around the campfire and I just, I hear Freya scream and I hear her scream from the direction of the treehouse. And I mean, I, it, it was such a horrible feeling and I ran as fast as I could. And, and I thought she, you know, as soon as I heard the direction of her yell, I knew, oh God, she's at the treehouse. And so I ran over there half expecting to see her on the ground. I didn't realize the kids were there. We thought they were um, by the swings. Anyway, that was a uh, bad on my part. 
but it's a very it's a very free kind of childhood out there it's beautiful and i and i hope that all kids can have that experience but so yeah so on the way i realized oh god they've they've gotten into the treehouse and they're not supposed to be up there and so i go i get over there thankfully freya is not hanging from a branch or anything she hasn't fallen to the bottom she's mad she's upset and i climb right up to the treehouse and i'm not a fan of heights this is like 20 feet in the air i'm not a fan of heights i don't like to go in this treehouse and so i get up there and i'm just kind of shaking and i have a dear friend who followed me she to to help to assist to see what was going on and there were a couple kids in the treehouse and it's not that big and they all started you know instantly at once well she said she said blah 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 and you know Freya is curled up into a ball and she's crying and she's trying to talk to me and she's just screeching in this high-pitched voice because she's really mad and I just thankfully I had just put out that episode the week before so it was still fresh in my mind just all the little reminders and so I was able to just say I oh Freya you're really upset you're really upset you know can you can you take a breath and then tell me and, and then the other kids were like but I you know she blah 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 it was all about you know how kids get upset she wants to be the she keeps playing the boss and I want to be the boss you know it was one of those things and so the kids kept trying to tell me because they all had their own di- different sides so it was a little chaotic for a minute, and I was trembling because as I'm up there, I realized that Freya has climbed up to this treehouse without me and could have fallen through this this one spot really easily. And so, you know, it's kind of in that hindsight, like, oh, my God, what the? Oh, she could have gotten so hurt. And then I'm worried that what if she starts getting really upset and we're up in this little treehouse? So these kids are, you know, telling me their stories, their versions, and I just kept saying, no, it's okay. It's fine. You don't have to explain yourself to me. I just need to talk to Freya. Because Freya was getting upset every time they tried to explain, and I just said, Freya, I'm s- wow, you, you are really upset. I'm sorry. And she told me, you know, she plays the boss. I want to be the boss. And I said, I, I understand. Yeah, that would frustrate me too. I mean, I was just laying it on thick. the the empathy and it's I mean she just it's amazing to see really how quickly like every little comment I hear you oh that sucks that's a bummer I would be frustrated too every comment just calmed her down a little bit more and a little bit more and then once I was getting her calm I thought oh my goodness how am I going to get her down if she's still upset or you know as soon as I mention it but I was able to turn it into, uh, hey, Freya, um, I, I don't really like to be up here. Can you can you show me how to get down? Can you help me get down? And she did. She fell for it. <laughs> she, she uh, air quote, helped me get down. And I got to help her down safely. And then my friend who had been down there, she uh, is a fantastic woman and teacher and she teaches mindfulness and she knows a lot about our uh, situation and so she pulled the other kids aside and they had a talk and I got Freya to come over to the campfire with me and I you know we talked about remember you don't go in the treehouse without an adult you have to have help and so then she was fine and then the kids were all playing again and it was good and it was a you know, one of those reminders of like, you know, you can be in your home, you can be with people that you 
trust and love and you get kind of this false sense of security sometimes you know I should have known that Freya was climbing the treehouse I just assumed they were still at the swings and so that was that was one of those eye-openers like oh okay right you know we're still still got to keep an eye because that could have been really bad thankfully it was just a a little momentary temper tantrum that didn't last long at all so so I just wanted to share that story with you just as another example of what Lisa was talking about with the using empathy to help connect with your child to kind of help them help bring them down just a little bit so they don't feel like they have to get louder and louder to get you to understand they see that you understand and so they can start calming down and yeah so that was my experience and if you learn anything from that that's great so I also since the last episode I facilitated my first workshop and it was really a great experience I learned a lot. I had very sweet people in the workshop. And, you know, I had my own, uh, I had, you know, of course I had my idea of how it was going to go when I was going to facilitate. And it, it kind of morphed into something else for a little bit. And it was really beautiful. Like, because I, I went in there thinking I was going to teach how to write a journal. And I realized that's not really the point of it. The point is to just use these writing prompts as a way to explore these emotions and these experiences that we have as parents of children uh, or parents and and caregivers. We had a sibling in there as well. And that was, it was beautiful to have him there and to hear his perspective. So I am really excited about the workshop and continuing it. I also had my dear friend, the same one from the story I just told, she was, uh, she helped facilitate and, and she, uh, has experience facilitating. I've actually taken some of her classes, but so she helped facilitate, but she mostly observed and we went out afterwards and she, you know, so I, I have a notebook and I had all my little notes and uh, I had given everybody a survey, so I got some feedback from them, and I'm so excited to work on the workshop this summer and to kind of hone it and make it longer and go deeper, and my plan is to design a local workshop for the fall along with the with uh, looking at the possibility of doing one online, and the writing journal, the writing for the journal for this writing journal that I'm doing is now done. So we're down to the editing and the formatting and I'll keep you all informed of that. And if you live in Northern California area, kind of San Francisco up, uh, I would, and, and if you'd be interested in having uh, one of these workshops in your area, then get in touch because I am really inspired and motivated. And I think it went, uh, went really well. And and what I learned from it is going to make it so much better. So I put out a post a few days ago asking what your bigger concerns are for summer and if anyone has suggestions. I'm not sure many people saw the post. So if you have something to add, then please email me at walkingwithfrey at gmail.com or you can respond to the post on Instagram or the Walking with Freya Facebook page or the Walking with Freya Facebook group. I think it is an essential conversation to have because I know that summer can be a really hard time for some of us. I've already started to see 
I'm realizing that perhaps Freya is feeling some anxiety about not being in school for the summer, even though she loves being with the family and she loves what we do, the camping, the river time, the gardening. But I've been seeing some behavior that is possibly an expression of her anxiety. So I'm trying to be aware of that. I'm trying to figure out ways that I can help her feel more comfortable with the summer. And so, yeah, if you have any... um, if you have any suggestions or advice for, for any of us, because I think there will be a lot of struggling parents out there. So please don't feel shy in sharing what you know, because uh, we could all benefit from it. And if you'd like to share your own story, your personal story here on Walking with Freya, also send me an email. Or you can check out my website, which is com A-N-N-E-F-R-I-C-K-E. And you can fill out the form on the Walking with Freya page. That website is also my author website. I am not in a financial position yet to justify having two separate websites. So that's why they're together. So you can go check out the podcast. And then there's also um, some some writing on there. But uh, yeah, there's also, you'll it's easy to find. If you go to the menu, you'll see the Walking with Freya episodes and about Walking with Freya. And if you go to the About Walking with Freya page, you can fill out just an easy little form that will send me uh, your information. And also, I have my first sponsor, kind of. It's my husband. <laughs> he has a fishing, a sport fishing charter here in Humboldt. It's called North Coast Sport Fishing. And the sport fishing season has started. Salmon, halibut, lingcod, tuna, crab. There's also whale watching at times. Uh, and I know he's taken some, our neighbor is a birder and he's taken a group out to go check out the wildlife out on the ocean. These trips are great for locals or for anyone visiting the area and that wants to get, have a little humble adventure. I've only been out of the Humboldt Bay once by boat and we didn't get too far because we didn't have a lot of time. But my husband does send me pictures of the Humboldt coastline from the boat and it is absolutely stunning. So check out uh, his website at northcoastsportfishing.com and there's a number to call and, and more detail about what it is that he's offering. And as a side note, and I always think about this when I'm editing, but I've already recorded, he is the one, for those of you who don't know, he is the one that's playing the guitar in the beginning and the end. And so I just think, I always think that's really sweet when I hear that. So that's all for now. I'm hoping to do the next episode about summer break. So if you have suggestions or helpful tips on surviving this time with our kiddos, then please let me know so I can share those. And I thought about ending this one uh, with one of my newer poems about this special needs journey, but I'll save that for another time. Instead, I'll just leave you with a quote. And this is hopefully something to inspire you on those dark days when you can't seem to shake off the struggles or the grief of this life. I hope you all have a wonderful and peaceful start to the summer, and I'll see you here again in a few weeks. Until then, may these words of wisdom from Helen Keller help steer us in the direction of contentment and joy. Helen wrote, When one door of happiness closes, another opens. But often we look so long at the closed door that we do not see the one which has been opened before us.